Hi, welcome to ES United. This is the first podcast um, hosted by Diversity Student Programs, and we are super excited to begin this, and we have someone really special to start off our, our podcast series. But before we introduce our guest, I would like to introduce um, my partner in crime in this effort, who is Miss Anita Valdez. Hi, Teresa. Hi to our special guest. I'm very happy to start this first episode of ESU United. And of course, like bring all the special voices we have from ESU to the table and to all our ESU community. And so with that being said, would you like our special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> of course. So my name is Amaya Oshel. Um, I just graduated from Emporia State um, in May. I graduated with a bachelor's degree in sociology. Um, I also got a, a minor in crime and delinquency studies and then a concentration in child maltreatment and family violence. So after, I guess, I'll be moving to Wichita and just kind of trying to see if I can get a job. <laughs> cool. Um, we chose Amaya. Um, Anita and I chose Amaya because we felt like she really represents diversity here at ESU um, in the fact that she has a heart for the work. She is diverse herself <laughs> and um, she just was so involved. And so um, with our episodes, we are hoping to alternate between students and faculty and staff who um, could just talk a little bit about why diversity is important to them and maybe what diversity looks like. Um, because if there's one thing that we know, it's that it's more, so much more than race or so much more than the outer appearance. And we want, if, if anything, I want this podcast to let the campus community know that, um, that we are all diversity, which is why we have the name ES United. So, Amaya, will you just start by talking to us about what you are doing this summer? You just graduated in May, and you are still hanging around. <laughs> You're still with us, and we love that. So, what are you doing this summer? Uh, so, this summer, I'm working as the activities coordinator with the TRIO Upward Bound program here at ESU. Um, so, what I do is I plan activities for a group of about 27 students. What um, kind those, of students? Um, they're all low-income, um, minorities, um, or at-risk youth, basically. So, they're all high school students um, from ninth grade uh, to 12th grade, basically. So in the mornings, they go and they take a few classes and just kind of do some educational stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the afternoons, they come with me and some of our program assistants, and we do activities together, most of them educational, some of them just for fun. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing this summer. And Anita, you are helping with that, right? You're one of the program assistants. I am one of the program assistants, and to be honest, Amaya has been very incredible with all the activities. <laughs> uh, she managed really to make the kids be all involved in it. Now, I had the honor and privilege to um, help out, I guess, um, put on like maybe a couple of workshops this summer for this program, and I loved how diverse um, this group was and or is, and um, just to know that we are able to plant seeds and, and talk about diversity and the feedback we got was that, you know, it is so much more than color and the outward appearance and 
um, just to mention some of the diversity we had, um, we had students who, would you say it's maybe over 90% Hispanic? Oh yeah, okay. for sure. So we had that, we had Hispanic, we had Caucasian, and then I think one um, gentleman told me he's Native American. They could be doing a hundred other things in the summer, but they're here. And not only the high school students, but our program assistants, you know, you all could be anywhere, you know, living your best life. <laughs> but you're here working with the youth, and that's amazing. Um, Amaya, you actually um, are not like the average college student because <laughs> you graduated early. <laughs> yes. And so can you tell us in your years at ESU, um, maybe what were some highlights to you or how did, what is on our campus in all the different roles that you had, what would you say to incoming students um, when it comes to diversity or diversity work at ESU? Mm -hmm. um, well, I definitely had a lot of leadership opportunities that I'm very grateful for. Um, I would say for an incoming freshman to get incorporated in diversity, that doesn't mean just go through diversity student programs. That means taking every opportunity yes. that comes um, to you and across to you. Um, so I was an RA, I was the student body vice president, um, I was a summer assistant in the dorms as well. And all of those positions kind of opened me up to lots of different learning opportunities. Um, and it kind of got me introduced to a lot of different people. Um, I joined the Black Student Union, which will forever be one of the one of my most proudest moments here at ESU. <laughs> I learned a lot about myself from that organization, and I'm so thankful for my time with them. Can you talk about your experience with ASG? Yeah. And maybe some things that you saw from that vantage point of, because that's a pretty high leadership position. Yeah. Um, so what kind of things or areas that you feel that, feel that ESU, you know, has done well and maybe even areas that you feel ESU could, mm -hmm. um, you know, that maybe we could work on? Yeah, of course. So I'll kind of start with my job as an RA. So in that role, I was actually the RA on the diversity, equity, and inclusion floor. And so I had a lot of students who were really involved and wanted to kind of learn about that. And what dorm um, was that in? That was in Second South Tower. So okay. I love that. I love that building. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, I would say that there is definitely a lot to learn in a leadership position like that. So as an RA, I learned a lot about what it's like to be a leader, a student leader, um, which kind of was the push for going for vice president right. um, because, because I noticed. Can I, can I cut you up yeah. and say as an RA, you're working with so many different right. kinds of students. Right. I noticed that there were so many people who wanted to be involved or wanted to do things but didn't really know how. And I also noticed that year, that was when I joined the Black Student Union, I noticed that there's a lot on campus that um, ESU kind of needs to work on when it comes to diversity um, I think that our having a department and having a director is the first step, um, and it's in our strategic plan to yes. have um, a diverse campus. And so um, I just felt like there wasn't enough representation. So as um, going into vice presidency, I guess I really wanted to focus on just being inclusive, um, learning and educating um, the president, uh, Braden Sober, who is amazing. I love him. Um, he we both really just kind of try to focus on 
being inclusive and talking with people and trying to get student feedback and things like that. So some student concerns we got was that ESU is not the most accessible campus for students who are handicapped and things like that. Yeah. So we worked on kind of getting a plan developed. Um, obviously something like that takes years to incorporate and kind of finalize, but we got some plans started for that a little bit. Um, we also started with um, like the menstrual products, we kept that going throughout the year, things like that. Um, but I also noticed that the professional staff here at ESU, the faculty and staff are amazing when it comes to bringing a concern to them when it comes to diversity. Um, Dr. Williams or Dean Hobson, they were both so great um, when it comes to being our advisors for ASG and needing to talk to them and say, hey, this is what we're struggling with. What do we do about it? Sounds like um, they were really supportive. Yeah, they're always very supportive. And then Rachel Komen was also an advisor for ASG, and she was so helpful. Um, I think as a student leader in that position, it's very intimidating mm -hmm. bringing concerns or bringing things because also in a role like that, you want to just be so proud of your university and you yes. want to speak out and, oh, our university is amazing, which Emporia is awesome. And I will tell anyone to come here till the day that I die. Um, but it's also good to criticize things when you need to. Um, and yes. so I think we did that really well this year. And I think that there's a lot still to be done, obviously, but I really um, enjoyed that position. Awesome. Anita, did you have any questions? I do. Well, since Amaya mentioned she was our vice president, <laughs> which is a very hard job, um, but during that time, I have you feel that the diversity environment at ESU has changed, like the before yeah. and after? Yeah, so before, I would say, I think our campus was doing enough to, um, I don't know how to explain this. So they were doing enough to say that we were diverse, but I didn't think we were doing enough to support our students. Um, so I think that just getting that student feedback that Brayden and I um, and our chairs of ASG, just, you know, we really tried to focus and reach out on social media and virtually, especially because we did all of that in a year of COVID. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, hope that, <laughs> I hope that we were able to kind of reach out and let students know that we do appreciate the feedback. Um, and even though things might not look drastically different from when we started, um, there's a lot of little things that go into that job that I think will have a huge toll in the future. So, you know, especially that um, making our, cam our campus more accessible for um, disabilities and things like that. That seems like such a small thing right now because it's not, you know, they're not building ramps all over the place mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that. But um, it's, it has to start somewhere, and I think that we did that. So I really hope that that's kind of where it goes in the future. You know, you see those plans being implemented, and you see more students speaking up, more students being a part of ASG and things like that. And I think people, you brought up a really good point that it has to start somewhere. And I think people also have to realize that it's a marathon and not a sprint. Yes. Um, diversity work, and <laughs> um, and it it's a process. You know, and and it's it's about kind of the small steps and the small victories, and so it just makes me proud that you know you all have been looking at the accessibility, mm -hmm. and I think a lot some people don't really think about that. Yeah, you know, but um, so I I just um I know we have to close out here soon, but I wanted you to um share I guess how you feel like you are diverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there is a space for everyone somewhere. Um, I come from being raised by my Hispanic family and basically knowing my Hispanic culture, joining the Black Student Union, being able to 
learn about my black culture and um, educate myself and have my friends educate me on what it is to be black in America. Um, but I also learned that there's a lot of people on campus who just want to be allies and they want to know yes. how to support you. They want to know how to be inclusive. Um, and I would say for someone who says that they are not diverse, um, it's okay to have that feeling. It's totally valid. It's okay to feel out of place. Um, but you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. Um, so you have to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations um, to kind of learn and educate yourself, but also to use your privilege. You know that you, um, even if you don't know what your privilege is or how to use it, there's so many groups on campus that can educate you. And 99% of our, I don't, you know, I can't say 100% because I don't know every group, but 99% of our groups on campus are going to welcome you with open arms and educate yes. you no matter how much um, or how little you know, or how much you know, um, especially our diverse groups on campus, they love it when people come from outside oh, yes. of their one little group. They love to have members come just to visit for one week. Um, and it's okay also if you go to something and you're like, actually, I don't like this. Yeah. That's okay for you to be like, I don't like this. I'm not going to go back. Don't ever feel bad about those things. But I just really um, encourage the learning, you know, encourage the room for growth. Cool. Well, I so appreciate you joining us today. And um, Anita, I am appreciative of your time. And, and I hope that you all will join us as we continue with this series. And um, this, was, this has been the first, the kickoff <laughs> of ES United. And um, just stay tuned for the next one. We appreciate you listening. And don't hesitate to give us feedback or to give suggestions or ideas or um, friendly criticism. <laughs> um, we welcome that. You can reach out to me, um, Teresa Taylor-Williams, Director of Diversity Student Programs. And um, don't hesitate. Uh, my office is in the CSI. Um, and Or you can reach out to Anita. Um, she's always around. And in <laughs> fact, Anita, you are... What role um, are you with ASG this year, right? Are you with ASG? Because you were with I'm, them last year. I, I was last year and I was a diversity and inclusion chair. I'll try to make a little space this semester. But you do have time. a leadership role with? Halo, that is our Hispanic group. As Amaya said, we have a lot of groups. And this year, I've been really thankful for being elected as the president of the yes. Hispanic Association. And just like Amaya said, bring more diversity to our campus. That definitely, it's it's a space for everybody. Yes, definitely. and we we will plan to do another podcast um, focusing on on different um, RSOs yes. and and different departments. So again, thank you for joining us. Thank yeah, you, Amaya. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Amaya. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um,